Welcome back to Not Your Normal Podcast, brought to you by iFilm Cinemas, cinema for everyone. As you know, this podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. And unlike the Tuesday episode and the Friday episode that I actually did by myself, um, I changed the pace up on this one. I have a sort of a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, he's a 24 year old. So in the Grayson County area, he's a 24 year old, um, you know, for lack of a better word, celebrity, you know, I've, I've been out to places like Chipotle with him and people stop him and ask him, Hey, you're so-and-so, right? And he goes, yeah. Or, Hey, you're this, you know, you're so-and-so from, from blank. He goes, yeah, that's me. Um, yeah, no, I have a guest today. He's sort of a local celebrity, also known as a hometown hero, defensive, uh, defensive MVP, <laughs> Kyler Durham. What up? <laughs> Welcome in. What's going on? Nothing much. How's that dad life? Good. Oh, man. Aaron, what's going to, on? How's it feel to be back? It's good. What's going on? No, nothing, nothing much. What an me. intro. Well, the first topic is I'm back. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I might not be on the Tuesday episode for, for <laughs> real, for real. But why? Because I still have things I got to do. All right. Um, Don't you but, go back to work on Tuesday? Um, I go back to work on the second, right? No, the fourth. The fourth. So next Wednesday. Oh, it's, what's today's date? The twenty eighth. Three days ago. It's my dad's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, James. To be honest, I don't know how old he is. I know he's in his 50s. 54. No, he's not that old. 51. Hmm. Hmm. It's all downhill from, all downhill from here, buddy. <laughs> um, Brittany actually messaged me right before we recorded this. She said, when you get back, can you please give me a break? I was like, yeah, I got you. Oh, yeah, because she has a child. Yeah. Um, I've had people ask me, you know, like, what's, has, has, is it, did, does it feel different? Has it changed? Not really. I should get less sleep. Yeah. I mean. That's what I figured. I figured that's exactly what uh, what would happen. I mean, it dude, makes sense. He looks so much like me. I'm sorry. It's weird. I apologize. <laughs> it's weird. No, it's cool. He's a sweet little boy. Shepherd Ryan, a sweet young man. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to his one-week appointment yesterday. They have those? Yeah. Most of the time, the baby will lose weight in the first week. He's, okay. He's gained four ounces. Oh. He's all me. Oh, thoroughbred. <laughs> he's a thoroughbred. That baby's not yours. <laughs> he's a big. He's a thick boy. Yeah, he's, he's the thickest. There's of boys. no way he's related to you. He's. Oh snap! There's a shoe that came out today, and I meant to try and get him. He's a lucky boy. <gasps> you know why he's a lucky boy? No. Hey. I, I missed out on him. That's that's sad. What were they? They're a pair of they're a pair of Air Force Ones, but they come out every Halloween time. They have for the past three years. They're this year they were orange with the skeleton foot on the side of them. That's cool. Oh, do um, I have a picture of it? The whole yeah. Oh, they glow in the dark. Yeah, it's a skeleton foot. Yeah, oh, that's like cool. for Halloween last year they did a white pair, and the year before that they did a black pair, like an X-ray. Dang it! Mm. Fluffin' McFluff Dick. I'm gonna have to show this to Brittany. Why? Because Shepard's a lucky boy. How so? When he gets upset, yeah, you know, he just gets he just gets breastfed from Brittany. 
Okay. What a what a lucky man. All right. <laughs> I wish that's how it worked. I just cried. She just put me on her boob. Okay. Be great. But no. Um. Yeah. I got a, a little boy. He's a uh, very healthy. Yep. He was a little jaundicey, like all babies are. A little what? Jaundicey. A little bit of jaundice. Oh, like almost every baby has jaundice. What is that? You turn yellow. Oh. Have you? This is. I don't want this to sound super duper racist. Um. Jaundice, as far as an adults, you know, older people. Okay, here's how I'm gonna say this. Don't. It's not. I'm not trying to be racist. It's just where it predominantly is. Should be funny. Say it. No. Um. The African people that that are kind of you know have a yellow tint, and have the yellow eyes. Mm-hmm. They have jaundice. Oh. Um. If if it goes untreated, um, it can cause like kidney failure. It can cause organs to start shutting down, basically. Yep. But. Most babies will get jaundice, and um, mom's breast milk can, because based I've I've learned a lot based on the baby's saliva. The Dodgers in a Kobe jersey, based on the uh, the mom's uh, shout out. LA. How am I trying to say? This? Oh, we'll get to that. Based on the baby's saliva, when it hits the mom's nipple, it changes the what the breast milk provides. So if the baby is low in a certain vitamin. When the breast, when the when the saliva hits mama's breast milk, she'll start to produce the type of like vitamin that he needs in her breast milk. So when they jaundice, there's some type of whatever that gets produced that will help with jaundice. Um, if he if he gets like certain rashes or something, mama's breast milk can help. And you can even put it on the baby's skin, put breast milk on the baby's skin, and it'll help with that stuff. It's really weird. I learned that like literally breast milk is medicine for everything. It's medicine for acne. You can put breast milk for on your face for acne. It's crazy. I know it sounds stupid. All right. Yep. Yeah. It's a strange conversation. Cap rash. You, you what? Put, <laughs> I learned a lot. What the fuck is cap rash? <laughs> I've learned a lot. You can put it on, on their on their head for cap rash. Um What is cap rash? It's a rash on their head. Oh. Cap rash. No cap. <laughs> no cap. It's pretty. It's pretty self-explanatory. No, but there's. Um, he's been. He's been good. Um, here's his one week. Here's his one week photo shoot. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. Isn't he cute? He's smaller than a pumpkin. He is. He's a little. He's a little pumpkin. Yeah. He. Uh, look at this. He looks like me. In my baby picture is he, he cute? You want to hear an unpopular opinion? <laughs> you don't like babies. You don't think babies are cute? You want to hear my hot take on this? You don't think babies are cute? I don't think any baby's cute. Ever. <clears throat> you know why? Mm. From. I think they're cute because they're innocent and sweet. No. <laughs> no. That's just it being innocent and sweet. That has nothing to. When you say the word cute, that's most of the time a physical representation of a, you know, someone's look. Um. I don't think babies can be cute. Why? Because young children, like a... Don't be a monster. I'm trying to think. This isn't cute to you? He's so cute. He's all bundled Yo, up. He He's a little no- burrito. He has nothing. There's nothing to distinctly like tell him from another person. Yes, like another is. baby. Yeah, oh, yes, there is. I was in the nursery. Yes, there is. <laughs> they look completely different. He's so cute. He's a thick boy. Babies have no hair on their head. They got a little. 
not anything you can do anything with. They have no teeth. They barely ever open their eyes. When they do, it's like this. Look how hot I am. Anyway. <laughs> I'm a hot dad in that picture. See, like when I look at you. Freaking sexy. When, when I look at you as a child, at like maybe like. As a child, I'm a grown man. Same thing. <laughs> Babies, when they hit like that six to seven month age, when they start to develop distinct features that, that will stick with them for the rest of their life. Yeah. That's when you can, I feel like you can call a baby cute. But one week, two weeks after it's born, dude, that thing still has uterus plasma on its body somewhere. You just haven't washed it off yet. Here's something else as well I learned. Don't wash that stuff off. Why? Because it's good for their skin. Okay. Their skin absorbs it. It's okay. like very healthy for them. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. In like the six to seven month time period, whenever they just start to, they start to develop distinct features to their face and to their body that will be with them for the rest of their life. You know, like when their nose sort of grows to shape, when their mouth sort of is moving more. His mouth does move. When he cries. No, and whenever he, he doesn't sleeps. cry very much. I'm just saying, whenever they start to, dis- to you know, develop distinct facial features that will be with them the rest of their life, that's when you can say a baby's cute. You can't say a baby's cute one week after, after they're born. Yeah, they do this right here. You're not a parent. You wouldn't understand. No, I'm pretty That's sure. That's a good point. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You wouldn't understand. What are you going to do if your baby pees in your mouth? He's already peed and pooped all over me. What are you going to do if you're changing him and just waterfalls? My mouth's not open. But I'm just saying, what like. What do you think? I'm down at crotch level with my no, mouth I'm just saying, open? What if, what if he just cannons you? He's peed on me. He's pooped on me. It's gross. I'm just saying, what if? What are, you, what are you doing if you're changing him and he just, as soon as you let that diaper down. That's rocket happened. Rocket stream pee right to your face and you immediately because your immediate reaction will be oh that's what your reaction would be and a little bit gets in your mouth you're not squaring up with him <laughs> first off he wouldn't pee on me i'm faster than his stream you're not gonna square up with him i feel Dude. like i feel like you'd square up with shepherd he's all right on- all right put him up <laughs> i actually <laughs> you, you're, you're gonna pee on me you put him up he pooped i was changing him and he pooped like on like it like shot yeah and Brittany laughed and i just Backed up and I said, you want a piece of my hands up? I said, you want this work? Yeah. I feel like you'd square up with Shepard. No, he's a good, he's a good boy. I'm very, I'm a very happy dad. He's Nothing's handsome. changed much here while you were gone. I bought this, I bought this hoodie. <laughs> I bought this hoodie. Nothing's changed. It's a nice hoodie. Yeah, it's nice. I was wearing the, uh, my NYNP shirt yesterday. Would you like to know how many stores I went to, to find a, just a zip up black hoodie? I went, so I started off by going to. Coles. They had a bright pink one. I like, I like pink. So do I, but I wanted something that I could wear all the time. Uh, and they had like a yellow one. You can wear pink all the time. You can, but I just want, I'm a, I'm a neutral colors guy. Um, black and neutral color? Yeah, because. Kind of a dark color. <laughs> it's a very dark color, but it's also a neutral color. Like you can just wear it. You don't have to worry about anything. You just throw it on and you don't have to Did worry about it. you say yellow? It. Yeah. That a yellow one. No one looks good in yellow except like Cam Newton. Yeah. And LeBron. And me. Okay. And Kobe. I went no to, one looks good in then yellow. Then I went to JCPenney. Nothing. Then I was like, oh, maybe Target has just, you know, they're a, they're a basic store. <laughs> went in there, nothing. Went to Walmart. It's a little under, you know, a little under under me, but okay. I need high, some high quality material. Went to Academy. You know all they had? Were hunters' jackets. I'm not out in the. I'm not in the deep woods hunting down deer all the time. 
Then I was like, I guess the last place on my list that where I didn't really want to go was Dillard's because they everything they sell in there is super expensive. But they had one. It's $125. Mm. Mm. I bought a pair of pants for work for that were $90. Zip up, for a zip-up hoodie. It's, it's polo. Yeah, I know. Because um, that's all they sell in there is that and, and then girls' section is Michael Kors. Do you think puppies are cute like little baby pups? Or like little baby kittens? Puppies more so. Why are they cute and babies aren't? <laughs> you asshat. Because you know when a child grows up. Because They're I think gonna it's, be a monster most because, likely. Yeah, exactly. When What if a puppy's mean? It's Puppies don't grow up to naturally be mean. Some of them do. If they're put out in the street, yeah. I'm just saying like if Luke you were to, out in the street right now, she's nice. I don't know if she's nice or not. She doesn't get close enough to anybody to let to let them find out. She is sweet. She's scared as shit from bubblegum. Yeah, she's nice, bubblegums. Puppies when they're born, they're sweet because you you know when a child's born, you know around like the one's the decision making age, 13, 14, when they get to that age. Decision making? Where they become sort of they they're they're gone from you most of the time. When they start to Get friends out, you know, they hang out with friends outside of school Nine. more often. No, I'm talking more often. I'd say it's around the 13th. Technically, it's technically it's around the age where they start making their own decision with music, and that's 13. So around that age is when they start to make their own decisions that'll sort of, you know, sort of push them in the direction their life is going, and they can either go up or down, and you have no say-so over it whatsoever. Oh, you have say-so. You, you can, but it doesn't mean they're going to listen. You just give them a good beat. A dog, they never mean to do anything wrong. They don't mean to. You're telling me the dogs that Michael Vick put in the middle of that pen didn't mean to do anything wrong? They were trained. They were going to rip each other apart. They were trained to do that. You training your child to Jeffrey Dahmer people? (laughs) Yes. No, but um, I'm a firm believer that the age processing of when you really become who you're going to be, like when you really start thinking, a lot of people are like, that's way too young. No, not really. If you're a driven person, you'll be driven at nine years old. Okay, well, yeah, but that's very if rare. If you're a techie person, you'll be really interested in that stuff when you're nine years old. Well, nowadays, yeah. Nowadays. I'm, I'm saying in general. Like when you, you kind of, you can kind of see in certain children kind of what they're, what they're, what, what, how they're going to be if you're a lazy person or, you know, a lazy kid, you can kind of tell. Dude, I like Starbucks and everything, but whoever made my latte this morning sucked. Whoever made my chai vanilla. Uh, Emily made yours. Oh, my I gosh, saw her. good. Mm. <laughs> um, I just said Cam Newton. Oh, wait, hold on. First, I'm very blessed. I'm very happy. He's a sweet boy. He's a good kid. Uh, he, he can't be anything other than a good kid right now. Dude. He's been alive. He's literally been alive a less week. less than almost everything in this house. Nothing in this house is alive except you and me. I'm talking about everything in here that has been here more than a week. Yeah. He, he is newer than everything in here. Except these coffees or these uh, Starbucks except, drinks. I don't know. The beans and stuff like that. The cups have yeah, probably been sitting there. Um, steel. It's been great with him. Been fantastic. I don't know which one that is. Old, older one. Five. Oh, okay. He's five. Silas, he's jealous. That's what happens, yeah. yeah. he's so jealous. But he's been good, too. He was sweet this morning. My mom and dad never had that problem with me, Matthew and John. John. Matthew's pretty good. Math- Matthew was never jealous of anything. Neither was I. John John is John John. Yeah, John John's a different breed. <laughs> Not in a good way. 
Um, <laughs> I talked about Cam Newton saying ago, like he's one of the only people that look good in yellow. I said that for a reason. Why? Did you hear the Jeff Garcia comment? Mm-mm. So Cam, Cam against the, uh, was it the Broncos, I think? Mm-hmm. Threw like two picks or three picks or something like that. Looked bad. And Bill Belichick benches him. Mm-hmm. And after the game, they asked Cam, you know, about, you know, kind of what happened. And he was just kind of, he said, um, if, if, if I want to be here, if I want to be the starter, if I want to play in the NFL, um, I can't play like that. I have to play, you know, I have to play at a level that I know I can play at. And, um, you know, we're not going to blame the offensive line. We're not going to blame wide receivers. Coaching staff, that's on me. That's on me. Oh, Cam's shown a lot of maturity. Like I talked about on the sports podcast, Cam has shown a lot of maturity. What are you going to say? I uh, I forgot to – it was me and you talked on the phone earlier. There's a thing on here on ESPN says, is Habib Nurmagomedov MMA's GOAT? Yes or no? A lot of people say yes, and no. a lot of people say no. No. John right. Jones made an interesting point. He said, how can Habib Nurmagomedov be the GOAT when he's only had four, four world champion defenses? When he's only defended his belt four times yeah. compared to John Jones – all-time leading 15. I was like, that's a good point. I don't like everything else you said. Everything else you said. You've been in the public eye and made a negative appearance for you. Habib's never done that. Other than, I mean, him jumping over the cage and kicking Dylan Davis in the face uh, with a flying eagle kick. <laughs> We've all kicked someone in the face before. <laughs> but uh, I just thought that was interesting. I meant to tell you that on the phone earlier today. And then, uh, let's see here. Ooh. Here's another hot take from another sports icon. Every player out here can have one good week and blow away the field. Okay, great. Now can you do it for a month? Can you do it for a year? Can you do it for a career? Now do it for a decade and then do it for a career like I did. Then that's what separates you from being truly great and like a goat. You know who said that? That sounds like an Aaron Rodgers quote. Tiger? Yeah, I can see that. I thought Tiger and Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers personality wise, aren't that far apart. I feel like Tiger. That's not a bad. Thing. I feel like Tiger's a good person now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. Um, he got beat up with a golf club. Yeah, his wife beat that'll, his ass. With that'll a golf change club. a person. Yeah, if I got beat with a golf club, I'd probably change my ways. How did I get here? That's what I would think. There's a there's a lot of stuff that, the sports related stuff that I haven't got your. What do you think about DK Metcalf's hawk? His hawking down. Oh my god, that's the best <laughs> defensive player on the Seahawks team. <laughs> You talk about speed. He said, you're not taking this back. DK Metcalf? He's fast. He's scary. That's fast. That's a, a big, big man. Dude. Yeah, he's big. What now, about he's Kyler fast. Murray smiling when he saw him? Uh, Kyler Murray's. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. DeAndre Hopkins, uh, one-on-one coverage. Kyler Murray looked at it, he smiled, smiled before he it. threw the ball. You can see it on his face. He's smiling. So, oh, that's easy. <laughs> um, my Kyler. So after DK Metcalf's huge. I already know he's huge. So after the Cardinals played the Seahawks. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I've seen it. Don't worry. He is so fast. He's like, oh, God's like, oh my Buda, God. Buddha Baker. He turned around. He goes, there's something behind me. Wait, wait. He was in the end zone. <laughs> you got like tracking. That's dude. That's track speed. Um. No, um, after Russell Wilson... like a hawk chasing down something. After Russell Wilson throws three picks against the Cardinals, and Kyler Murray looks really, really good, through like three touchdowns, four yep. touchdowns, 400 yards, um, my Kyler Murray uh, possible MVP opinion looks pretty good. Tom Brady for MVP looks good right now, too. Potentially. Yep. I was right about Tampa Bay, too, wasn't I? They're going to come out slow and then 
win eight in a row. Yep. Six, seven, eight in a row. They and they're getting Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he'll be re- he'll be uh, he'll he'll clear his suspension week nine. Yep. That's a dangerous team. That's <laughs> two weeks away. That's such a danger. Tom Brady has all the weapons in the world. If they don't get well, close enough, Mike Evans is hurt. Chris, or I don't know if he's still hurt. Chris Godwin's hurt. They got some injuries, but they're very good. They're very good. No, but what I was talking about, Cam, was Cam has shown maturity. Like I've said earlier on my sports podcast, I like seeing Cam show maturity. So Jeff Garcia, you Baker, gross. The touchdown at the end of the game. No, I'm just in the first quarter of that game. Started off 0 for 5 with an inter- interception. Yeah. After the first quarter, he was 22 of 23, 300 yards and five touchdowns. I can talk about Baker, too. Baker threw five touchdowns. Yeah. He was still the second-best quarterback on the field. Yeah, Joe Burrow's good. <laughs> the in, 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 in his career, the only team that he's played good against is Cincinnati. It's, yeah. It's because they suck. It's because they, they they're trash, horrible. Yeah. I don't I don't know. They're – are they 5 and 2? The Browns? Yeah. Yeah. They're five and two, and everybody's like, "Oh, we're man overboard. We're, you know, Odell, which he tore his ACL. We need to get out of here, go on, and all this stuff." And it's sad that you're five and two, and this is what you're talking about. About oh, we're not as good as we thought, dude. I feel bad for Browns fans. Even when you're good, there's something. There's something going on. Yeah, it's. I don't, know. <laughs> DeAndre, I don't take them seriously. D'Angelo either, so. Williams tweeted said so. At Tom Brady is basically Nick Fury assembling the damn Avengers in Tampa Bay, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Um, no, but so Jeff Garcia, a former quarterback in the NFL who I actually liked. I thought Jeff Garcia was was a good fill-in quarterback. He was a guy that um, if your starter gets hurt, he's like the best backup in the league. And, yeah. he, and he had a long career being a backup, kind of like uh, Josh McCown, kind of like Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's like you can win with them. Yeah. Not a Super Bowl, but you can win week to week with them. And they're like the best backup in the league. But – he goes on air and makes some comment after uh, Cam Newton has a bad game. And Cam Newton says all the right things and shows maturity. And this is, let me remind you, three weeks removed from Cam testing positive for the coronavirus, yep, yep. which can cause myocarditis and kill you, make your heart stop, um, cause mu- causes problems with your lungs, with your muscles. Not giving Cam an excuse. He played bad. But um, Jeff Garcia comes on on the air and says that, well, Cam, you need to get in the jock, uh, the jock, whatever cart or whatever, to have them wheel you into the stadium, and you just need to play good football. You don't need to be dressing that way and all this stuff. And it's like, first off, Jeff, it's personality. Well, first off, that. I've seen the way Jeff dresses out in public. I've seen it. It's not good. I've seen him wear a white suit. Ew! Don't wear a white suit ever, ever. I'm not knocking. Jeff Garcia, I'm just saying, don't wear a white suit. Second off, Cam is into fashion. Cam has his own clothing line. Of course, how stupid would it be for him not to wear the clothes that he makes, that he helps design? Yeah, exactly. You're promoting your brand. Second off, there are 168 hours in a week, right? Cam Newton plays football for three hours a week. Or, you you know, he'll play... On on Sunday, Monday, Thursday, three hours, okay? Yeah. He'll practice the rest of the week. He wears clothes, right? I hope. I imagine that Cam Newton wears clothes when he's not on the field. Yeah. How is him wearing what he wants to wear and wearing his brand of clothing a big deal? I don't understand 
I don't know. Maybe it's just looking for something to knock on Cam Newton or just, it's a distraction. It's really not. I don't know. I just, I, I didn't like the Jeff Garcia take. I thought that he was completely wrong. And maybe he just, I don't know if he had, just doesn't like Cam Newton. I'm not really sure. Um, my dad's kind of the same way. He's like, well, Cam with his stupid hats and this and that and the other. I'm like, he looks like Huggy Bear. That's what my dad says. He looks like Huggy Bear from uh, from Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> but I don't have a problem with, I own a clothing line, something that I'm interested in. And it doesn't take a lot of my time. Um, I'm going to promote it. I'm going to wear my clothes. Yeah. And if you don't like that, that's not my problem. I'm sorry that my my clothing apparel, my flamboyant clothing line uh, offends you, Jeff. I'm sorry. I don't know. I just thought it was a very, very weak, like a very weak talking point that was on a sports talk show. I was like, well, that's what we're talking about? Really? And that's your strong opinion of the day is, Cam Newton doesn't need to dress like this. I'm like, dude, shut up. You got nothing else. There's nothing else to talk about. Nothing. Talk about Cam Newton's effing clothes. But um, you want to stay in sports and then we'll talk about some other stuff or you want to mm. get back to sports? That don't matter. We'll get back to sports. Um, well, I, I saw this on Reddit earlier and I wanted to talk about it. What is an unsupervised childhood activity that you did should have gotten you killed. <laughs> huh? What's a dangerous, unsupervised childhood activity that you partook that you partook in? Nothing. Really? I never did anything. Yeah. We would play trampoline football and trampoline basketball. Got tackled off the trampoline many times. Landed on my neck, on my head, on my neck, on the on on the ground multiple yeah, times. Nothing really. Very dangerous. Nothing really. You never put the trampoline next to the pool. Uh, never put a tra- Oh, we did put a trampoline next to uh, whenever we were building the house, uh, building our house. Uh, before the backyard deck was finished, we'd put the uh, trampoline up next to the not done deck yet. That was just just the the frame of it, which is nothing but two by fours and empty spaces. And we would run on the beams, <laughs> jump on the trampoline, and have a dunk contest that way. So John John landed in the goal once. I've done it. <laughs> so, Where are we at on time here? Just so I know, so I can tell. Twenty six minutes. Twenty six minutes. I'm going to tell Ian Murphy to go to the twenty six minute mark in this podcast. Okay. Unsupervised childhood activities that got you hurt or should have gotten you killed. Ian Murphy is the epitome of that. Oh, I swear okay. to God, that kid got hurt more on the trampoline. So, it was a and, dangerous childhood activity for Carl. Anything, <laughs> anything, anything. Uh, playing leapfrog with his brother Jason. <laughs> he break his arm. Break his arm. <laughs> um. So, I remember Ian gets. I don't remember if he got double bounced or if he got tackled off the trampoline or whatever, pushed off the trampoline. He falls, falls on his arm, and he goes. I remember he gets up and he goes, real loud. Dang it! Dang it! Really loud. Walks. Just starts walking. Walks out of the back, my backyard. Opens the gate and goes home. We're like, okay, whatever. Broke his arm. Not a, he's like, uh, like thirteen. Not a single tear, nothing. Just, oh, dang it! Walks home, breaks his arm. John John did that. John John went over to his friend Tanner's house. When he left that afternoon, he was fine. He came back like two hour, two hours later when it was pitch black dark outside. Walked home. 
And his wrist was over to the side. And he was like, Mom, I think I broke my wrist. She took him to the hospital, but he had broken his wrist. I forgot how he did it, but it was something stupid. John John did that, yeah. Well, so we moved the trampoline next to the pool. And and we my we didn't want to put it on the actual concrete because it would move. Mm-hmm. So we have it off the concrete a little bit. Me, Chase, Alex Lowry, and Ian. So Chase, his brother, Ian, and me are on the trampoline. Yeah. We like quadruple balance Ian. He goes like 20 feet. He goes like 20 feet in the air. One foot goes in the pool. The other foot hits the concrete. He hits, he hits the side of the concrete, falls into the pool, and once again, gets out of the pool. Of course, Chase, Alex, and I are dying laughing. He gets out, F y'all, walks, walks home. Also, this I guess this is going to be me talking about Ian Murphy. Um, if Ian and I go golfing, we need, to, we need to take Ian golfing with us. You know why? Why? The pin can the hole. The pin can be five hundred yards away. Just put Ian next to the hole. Yeah, uh, I, I yeah. will hit him. Okay. I, we, whenever the neighbors were were building a fence, so they had these holes in their yard. You know, we um, we went a couple times before they finished the fence. Ian and I, and we would chip with his golf clubs with the you know into the little holes. And. I, he's standing in front of me by the hole. I hit him in the, I hit him in the hand with the ball. He's standing behind me. Get this, standing behind me. I swing, get all the way underneath the ball. The ball goes up in the air, comes out, hits him in the same hand. <laughs> same hand. What do you think he did? I don't know. Walked home. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Left his clubs, walked home. It's just, it, it felt like, so if I have a golf club and a golf ball, if Ian's anywhere around, I'm going to hit him. I'm afraid to go to Top Golf with him. Let go of the club. I'll hit him. No, with the ball. I'll, I'll oh, hit him Jesus. somehow. I'll hit him. But um, that's the epitome of the unsupervised childhood activities. Ian got hurt all the time, and it was always funny. I felt bad for him, but it was always great. Um, we used to play. Uh, we used to play manhunt at night. Mm-hmm. Don't know how I didn't get arrested because this is. You know when you walk on the house, you can hear somebody? Yeah. I would get on people's houses at 1 a.m. Jesus Christ. <laughs> How I didn't fall off houses and stuff. I would jump off the houses, too. You talk about just stupid. Yeah. Stupid. Um, uh, you have anything you did that was just dumb? No. Really? You didn't do anything stupid like no. that? Never. Really? Dead serious. You didn't climb trees that were way too high? Nope. <laughs> I did. Nope. I remember... I was a very normal this, person. This kid named Joe Pratt climbs like a 30-foot tree, and you just hear, and, and he hits like all these limbs all the way down and just hits the ground so hard. Jesus Christ. And I'm like, this kid's dead. And he just stands up. <laughs> this has nothing to do with what you were talking about. Did you see, you made a point about it like a couple months ago. You're like, what's up with these rappers getting all these deals with like shoes and Who's stuff? Who's Jay, of the McDonald's? Who's Jay Balvin? He's a Latino like artist. Never um, heard of him. Travis Scott. Travis Scott's making yeah. some money right now. Is he? He obviously has his shoe with the Jordan brand. He has a Nike deal. He had his McDonald's thing. You know, the, the, the Travis Scott burger, the Travis Scott meal. You know who his next collaboration is with? Who? Sony. Huh. He's having his own Cactus Jack PS5. Really? Yeah. 
Oh, which that's is pretty cool. Sort of cool. Um, here's something else unsupervised. My dad does not know this. If he knew this, he would kick my ass. All right. I used to go out after school. I'd go out in the shop, and the house and bells. Yeah. And I would I would take like these like um. We had a metal cup because I didn't want it to burn through the plastic cup. Yeah. And I would take pull chemicals and mix them together and see what, like what it did if it bubbled like stuff like that. That's insanely dangerous. Okay then. <laughs> Um, also here's another unsupervised childhood. I don't, I don't know if this is childhood activity or bullying. Whenever Thomas Slaughter and I, you know, I would go over to his house from, I would walk yeah. across the road to my grandma's. He would, whenever, I don't know if we would get into it. I don't really remember. I don't know if we'd get into it or something. Somehow I would get mad. I would get upset and I'd walk home, you know? Yeah. He would throw as I'm walking down his driveway, he would throw rocks at me. Huh. Nothing. Hit me in the temple with one of those and kill me. <laughs> Somebody threw a golf ball at me once. Oh, God. Um, what I was reading, though, is... Um, wow. This this Reddit feed that I found this on, it says, like, what's an unsupervised childhood activity that could have killed you? Someone says, Growing up in a family that hunted, it wasn't uncommon to find 22 bullets in the garage or in hunting bags. My brother would take bullets that he found, place them on a log, and then smash them with a hammer. Luckily, he outgrew okay, this face. Oh, my God. Um, let me find... Someone says, RIP to the folks that engaged in these activities but never made it to this thread. Get it? Because they died? Yeah. Um, I grew up with the boundaries of... Within the boundaries of Tuft University campus at the end of my street was a campus building that was six stories high. I remember climbing to the top of the fire escape, stepping with a railing onto the slate-pitched roof. I held onto the dormer and made my way on top of that roof. Then I would walk up to the pitch on the roof and straddle the pitch and look out on the Boston skyline. I was under 10 years old, well over 100 feet up, one slip, and I was sidewalk pizza. The Great Rock Wars. In grade school, we played this during recess. We just whipped pebbles at each other hard. Also, I pay homage to my fallen fourth grade friend. We May we never forget you. Oh, my God. Oh, let's, sports, sports pot. Let's, let's go back on sports real quick. What do you think about Blake Snell? Huh? Blake Snell. Mm. Pitcher for the Tampa Bay Rays. Game six. Because oh, the Dodgers won. Yeah. Did, um. Through six innings, he only threw 75 pitches. Had nine strikeouts and only two hits. Really? It was a shutout until yeah. then. He gets pulled. Dodgers go up 2-1, eventually go up 3-1 and win. And Blake Snow's post-game comments were, I wish they would just believe in my talent because I was proving myself on the field. Hmm. How about Justin Turner testing positive in the middle of the game? Yeah, and then coming back out at the end of the game. That's yep. cool. Um. This whole, I, I guess this whole uh, topic was like a a shout-out to Ian and Thomas for, ch- for unsafe so. child. Dude, he would, Thomas would take stakes, like um, like the metal stakes that you would have like a, like a light, you know? Yeah. Like, like the small stakes, maybe six inches long, and, and you would have a light on them that would like be like a walkway to your house or whatever, like up your porch. Yeah. He would take those and throw them at me. It's like, dude, you're going to kill me if you hit me. He threw a horseshoe at me before hard. Swung a, a pull cue at me in his garage. I love Thomas. He's great. <laughs> I can't stress, that, can't stress that enough. But, dude, you talk about, like, some... We did some dangerous stuff as as kids. Um, even nerd. I mean, even, even airsoft. Oh, 
Here's another one. I'm standing on the roof with my Nerf shotgun. Or not, not Nerf. My Airsoft shotgun. <laughs> and yeah. Ian, Ian's walking around the house and I see him. And he looks up at me. And right when he looks up at me, I shoot it. This thing spreads. Yeah. Where do you think I hit him? Probably in the face. <laughs> one hit him in the eye. Oh, Jesus. I hit him in his hand. Oh, God. I destroyed that kid's hand. His hand, his eye. What do you think he did? Probably walked home. Dropped the gun. It broke. He walked home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ian was great. He just walked home. He's like, dang it. And just walk home. Yeah. Um. That was just some. You didn't do anything like super dangerous. No. You didn't like. I did not do anything super dangerous. No. You didn't like make toast while you're in the bathtub or something? No. Uh, me and John John put a water bottle in the microwave. Why is that dangerous? Because it blows up. Oh, that's cool. Um, well, we didn't. I tricked John John into doing it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something else. Um, I don't know. That's that's kind of we did some dangerous stuff though for sure. Um, used to play football on hay bales. That's cool. I fell, scorpioned, about broke my neck, knocked Ooh. all the wind out of me. Of course, my mom and dad did not know that. We're not there. Yeah, yeah. David would get mad. Yeah, no, get I off the hay bales. Yeah, I didn't do anything dangerous. No. Huh. Well, maybe you need to live a little bit. I was a very tamed kid. You need to live. You just go to Dallas and climb on top of a building. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Do you want to talk about the Dodgers really at all? Dodgers won the World Series. They did win the World Series. I know. L.A. Takeover. I. Uh, we just need the uh, the Rams or the Chargers to win the Super Bowl. Yep. That'd be crazy. L.A. Takeover. That'd be crazy. It's not gonna. That's not gonna happen. But so. This is the, I think, fourth. Hold on. I actually looked it up the other day. Wow, I did look this up the other day, and I was just curious about it. Which cities which cities won multiple sports championships in a single year? So, in 2009, the Pittsburgh Steelers. not in that. Who? Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Pittsburgh Penguins both won in 2009. Um, the Boston Red Sox and the New England Patriots in 2004. The Los Angeles Dodgers and the Los Angeles Lakers in 1988, and that is it. So the Lakers the, this year, the fourth team, the Lakers and the Dodgers. Dodgers, have, Lakers yep. and Dodgers have done it twice. No one's ever won all three or four. No one's won three championships in the same year. Huh. So the Dodgers, the Lakers. Um, we need the Chargers or the Rams. Yeah, and maybe when's the MLS season? Mm, I think it's in March. Oh, well, so the, well, the ending of it will be in March. Oh, so it wouldn't really count yeah. for this year? Oh, okay, never mind. That'd be crazy if, like, the Dallas Stars, like FC Dallas, the Dallas Stars, the Texas Rangers, the Dallas <laughs> Mavericks, the Dallas Cowboys, all 5-1 champions. The Cowboys won. definitely aren't winning anything yeah, this year. that's true. That'd be cool. After but, yeah. the Red Rider got knocked out. Yeah, that was that was dirty. Yeah, that guy was. got ejected, yeah. which was good. What, what bothered me about that was that no one – I'm I'm not the biggest fella. Yeah. At all. Yeah. You hit my quarterback like that, we're fighting. Yeah. No one. They're not a team. They are They are all individuals. The Dallas Cowboys are not a team. You You hit my quarterback sliding in the head like that and knock his helmet off, dude, we're coming. Peyton. I'm grabbing the <laughs> offensive lineman. We're going. Peyton. Let's go. Kick Peyton. his ass. Two weeks ago, whenever Andy Dalton was named the starting quarterback after Dak got hurt, um, Peyton goes, Red Rider's coming in. He's going to. It's going to help me win that bet. And oh, you're like, making a thousand bucks. I was like, all right, cool. And then Andy Dalton gets hurt. And who's their backup? Oh, God. Um, 
Who's the backup for that? I've never heard of him before. I seriously, I know the Cowboys. Something Benucci? Benucci, Dan Benucci or something. I've never heard know. of him. I don't know. Um, he goes, maybe we should cancel the bet for the rest of the season. I was like, nah. You want a thousand remember, bucks. Remember two weeks ago you said Red Riders coming coming in and you have all your defensive pieces coming back soon. You'll be fine. Mm-mm, you're not changing it now. You want a thousand bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Season's not even halfway over. You want a thousand bucks. Congratulations. I I thought I won a thousand bucks whenever before the, the season even started. Yeah, before the season even started. Um, I have an interesting, uh, just an informative topic here that a All lot right. of people would appreciate. Would you like to know how candies got their names? Huh? How candies got their name? Candy? Just Can- candy? Candies? Candies? What? Different types of candy. Okay, yeah. It's it's, it's it's informative. All right. Let's talk about the Three Musketeers bar, a favorite among Kyler. Um, my grandpa and I would go Bill Hay together, or we'd yep. go Paul Hay. And oh, did you see this? The 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 um uh, this has nothing to do with that. <laughs> let me stop uh, you right there. Yeah, just let me stop you right there. Did you see the uh, the plot for Space Jam Two got leaked? Mm-mm. Yeah, the plot for Space Jam Two got leaked. Let's talk about that, then we'll talk about candy. <laughs> um, is our video for the one chip thing up? No, not yet. Yeah, you need to edit some of that stuff, especially my cursing. Like, please bleep out my cursing. Dude, it was so hot, I could not help it. My favorite part's the end. I was like, we're not friends anymore. Find somebody else to record this. We're not friends. I was like, I hate you. Yeah, but as, as far as, well, while you're looking this up, as far as the child, oh, okay. All right, so, oh, come on, where's it at? As far as the childhood thing goes, Ian and, like, Chase and Justin. All right, here you go. Thomas, Jesse, uh, who else? Hunter Glatt. Um, all those guys, dude. We had such good time. Mouse, Weston Russell. We had such good times together. Colton Duvall. We would we would do the craziest stuff. We very unsafe stuff. No one ever got seriously hurt. And dude, I wouldn't trade that for the world. That was so much fun. I loved it. <laughs> you are you ready for this? Yeah, let's so, hear Space Jam. During a trip to the Warner Brothers studio, NBA superstar LeBron James and his son accidentally get trapped within a world that contains all of the Warner Brothers stories and characters. Ronnie's con- in it? Yeah. Under the control of a malfunctioning, all-powerful for- all- all force named IG, played by Don Cheadle. Instagram. Uh, played by Don Cheadle. With the help of Bugs Bunny, LeBron James must navigate through a never-before-imagined world filled with iconic movie scenes and characters as they assemble the Looney Tunes to rescue his lost son. Uh, now to get back home, LeBron James and the Looney Tunes have to unravel Al G's mysterious plan with an epic basketball game against a digital gamified super versions of NBA and WNBA biggest stars as the entire world wa- uh, watches. A new legacy, Space Jam, a new legacy is scheduled and hit screens July 16th. 2021. I remember in 2019, early in the year, like, yeah, it's going to be out in the summer of 2021. I was like, dude, that's so far away. Yeah. That's so close. It's, it's like a, seven months it's away. My birthday. Or it's like nine months away. It's, it's so my birthday. Close. June 16th? July 16th. July 16th? Yeah. Oh, my God. My We're going to see that for your birthday. <laughs> yeah. I want to watch LeBron yam that, on somebody. That comes out. Um, there's a bunch of stuff, media stuff that I, I, I saw recently. Uh, the Walking Dead universe. Yep. At the end of, uh, I think it was The Walking Dead World Beyond, which is weird to think that, that the whole series of that is almost over. They're only making two seasons of it. They each have ten episodes. They're already five episodes into it. It's a quarter of the way done already. Um, 
they had a post credit scene where it showed the, you know how Rick Grimes got picked up in a helicopter and the whole AB thing. Mm-hmm. It showed a bunch of people. It showed the CRM with people in like a lab that either they looked like they 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 were injured or like bit or something, and they were testing them, and they all had an A on it. And it was just confusing, I think, because Rick was a B. So I don't know if that means he's a human that was injured and they're going to experiment on him. But that was a post credit scene. Uh, sort of. Now they sort of know the plot of the Rick Grimes movie, which was he's a B. He gets tested on. He's not up for that shit. He breaks out, kills a bunch of people. Uh, in Rick Grimes fashion. In Rick Grimes fashion. Probably much more brutally than they could have in the show because it's a rated R movie. He eats the guy's face. That's really gross. Yeah, but I know, but it was a TV, it's a TV thing. It's still gross. They chopped the dude's head off on TV. That's uh, so true. What's his name? Morgan. Morgan, yeah, Morgan's yeah, he did bad. Chop, he did chop that dude's head off, yeah. Morgan's Michael Jackson bad. <laughs> he did chop that dude's head. He was in an episode the other night. He he came and he snuck into one of the facilities that he's not supposed to be at. And uh, he meets one of his old friends and he goes, I thought that was you. And he goes, yeah, I need your help. We're taking over this place. And I went, oh, Jesus. Well, oh, no. He's basically the black Rick. This isn't going to end well. He's going to kill a bunch of people. You know, you know, it'd be a great space. I love watching death. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'd be a great Space Jam scene in the new movie. LeBron James dunks on, from the free throw line on Michael Jordan, a cartoon version of Michael Jordan. <laughs> what if that's like, they're like, sub, and like, like a minute left in the game, and it's Michael? Ew. <sighs> Michael locks him up. Ew. They lose. <laughs> Ew, what if Kobe Bryant has a scene in that movie? That'd be crazy. He might. I, I doubt it. I doubt it, but um, I wouldn't be surprised. What would be the best thing of all time is Bugs is driving the basket. It shows LeBron. He just points in the air, and Bugs throws him a lob with his ears. And LeBron just shows slow-mo. LeBron jumps, and he's going to catch this lob. And Jason Terry walks in the court, and he's like, how did I get here? Ah! I, I, I thought you were going to take a different route. I thought, they, I thought you were going to say... Bugs sort of Bugs and LeBron recreate that Dwayne Wade LeBron oh, James image where he throws in the lob and Dwayne Wade's looking at the camera like his this. ears Bugs on his yeah. ears do that yeah. no but he uh he he throws in the lob to Jason Terry how did I get here just sees LeBron ah he goes here I go getting dunked on again LeBron just kills him huh. be a great scene yeah that would be pretty cool all right let's talk about candies and let's wrap this up all right are we out on time forty five minutes forty six yeah forty six okay all right so how candies got their names. These are very iconic candies. The Three Musketeers bar. Yeah. I would go haul hay with my grandpa for seven hours, and instead of paying me in cash, which a lot of American people enjoy, he would go get a Three Musketeers bar, and we would split it. Okay. <laughs> the cool. King, the king size. <laughs> it was worth it. But a reference to the Alexander, Alexander Dumas novel, because the candy was initially composed of separate milk, chocolate, and vanilla bars. The Baby Ruth. Do you know who the Baby Ruth is named after? Babe Ruth? Wrong. Not named in honor of baseball player Babe Ruth, but after Ruth Cleveland, the daughter of American President Grover Cleveland. Butterfinger. The result, the result of a 1928 contest held by the Curtis Candy Company. The submission was by a Chicago man who described himself as a klutz. Don't understand that one. Pharaoh Rocher. I don't know what that is. Invented by Michelle Pharaoh, who named the chocolate after the Rocher de Mazabel, the site of a sighting of the Virgin Mary. M&M's. Originally a joint venture between businessmen Forrest Mars and Bruce Murray, who was the son of the president of the Hershey's Company. So, Eminem, Mars, and uh, Murray. Kit Kat. 
Although unconfirmed, the name is widely thought to refer to the Kit Kat Club, a popular 1920s jazz venue in the West End of London. Junior Mint a pun on the name of the 1940s Broadway play Junior Miss meant to imply that this was a good candy to eat during movies or shows. The Jolly huh. Rancher traces to the name of an ice cream store in Colorado which was named with the intent of giving off a friendly western aura. Huh. Mr. Goodbar. This is about this is named after me. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. Named when Milton Hershey misheard someone when they said that's a good bar as Mr. Goodbar and liked the way it sound. sounded. Huh. Payday, invented by the Hollywood Candy Company in 1932. When it was time to name the chocolate, it happened to be a payday for the company. That's <laughs> interesting. Reese's, created by former Hershey's employee Harry Burnett H.B. Reese, who originally sold Reese, who originally sold them under the name Penny Cups in 1920s. In the 1920s, Skittles, also known as Skittles. Yeah. A word traditionally associated with casual leisure. Leisurely activities. Historically, has referred to a type of nine-pin game and recreational chess. Smarties. Named to encourage people to pursue an education. Sold as rockets in Canada to avoid confusion with another candy of the same name. Snickers. Named in the 1930s after a horse owned by the Mars family. Sold as the Marathon Bar in Britain to avoid the, the rhyme with knickers. K-N-I-C-K-E-R-S. Not the N-word. Yes. Twix. Probably... A port, I don't know what that word is. A portmanteau, I don't know, of the words twin and mix. Other sources suggest sticks or bix, originally marketed in Europe as the Raider. I like that better. Tootsie Roll, named in the early 20th century after creator Leo Hirschfeld, Hirschfeld's five-year-old daughter Clara, whose nickname was Tootsie. Toblerone, I don't know what that is. Oh, Toblerone. Toblerone, yeah. A port, I don't know what this word means, it's like, it's like a combination of words. A portmanteau, I don't know, of Tobler, the family name of the manufacturers in Tyrone, the name for what, through the top of, the top of nougat used in the chocolate. Swedish fish. The candies were first sold by the Swedish company Malico and were shaped like fish in a nod to Sweden's thriving fishing industry. Starburst, called opal fruit when it was first marketed in Britain in 1960, later renamed to Starburst in the United States for marketing purpose. And last but not least, the Sour Patch Kid. Originally known as Mars Men in Canada, but marketed as Sour Patch Kids in the United States during the Cabbage Patch Kids craze in the 1980s. Huh. And that is how candies got the names that we love today. That's cool. You got any comments on that? No. All the chocolate bars that were given a different name here in Britain were later given their original names except for Smarties. Our Smarties are basically just regular chocolate M&Ms with a slightly thinner shell. Huh. Huh. Interesting. I just like candy, so I thought... Everything in the world is related to Kobe Bryant. How? How many How many championships does, uh, do the Lakers have? 17. How many do the Dodgers have? Seven. Add those together. <laughs> 24. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Ugh. Do you like Neapolitan ice cream? No. I'll just scoop the strawberry out and throw it in the trash. I do not. Does anyone like strawberry ice cream? I like strawberry shakes. Mm. Miss me with that bullshit. Yeah, I like strawberry <laughs> shakes. I don't like strawberry ice cream. All right. I got to go get McDonald's shakes. breakfast. All right. Ugh, it's 1013, so I got to get that breakfast. Yeah. Mom wants me to. All right. Her and the baby want some McDonald's. Ew. What's really sweet is Steele will say, is baby Shep hungry? 
And she's like, Mom, or Brittany, be like, yeah, he's he's hungry. I'm, I'm, I'm about to feed him. And Steele eats these protein bars. They're called Shackley bars. And he says, does Baby Shep want Shackley bar? And she's like, he can't eat a Shackley bar. What does Baby Shep want? He's like, milk. He goes and gets a gallon of milk and brings it in there. He's like, no, 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 no. Mom's milk Ew. goes in there, gets the, the bag, the bag of her breast milk and brings it in there. She's like, thank you, Steele. What did we say ooh for? Because I don't like the term mom's milk. That sounds gross. Oh, it's <laughs> very sweet. You're one of those dudes that tried it. Absolutely. Yeah, I knew you would. You were. wouldn't? No. I really? couldn't bring myself to do it, yeah. It's sweet. Couldn't do it. It just tastes like sugar. It tastes like nothing but sugar. I can't do it. Oh, it's fantastic. Nah. I've been, dude. I can't I, imagine drinking something from another person. About 3 a.m.? Oh, but you'll drink it from a cow? Yeah. Psychopath. Um... About 3 a.m., about three times so far, I go in the living room, I look around, open the freezer, get a bag of the milk out, put it in a cup, heat it up, have a have some warm milk at night. That's gross. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> that's by far the grossest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. You don't know if that's true or not. I feel like it is no, true. No, that's absolutely false. That's, I don't know. That would be really you would do, gross. You would do that. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, okay. No. It's really weird. How much milk that like a mom produces? It's crazy. Like ones that can breastfeed, it's crazy. She pumps like every two hours because she has to. They get like in, her her breasts get like engorged. I wouldn't know. John John's about to be twenty one, so the last time I would have been around a baby that would have breastfed would be John John at twenty one. That was twenty one years ago. So. Oh, you said John John at twenty one. I was like no. John John so John breastfeeds. John, John John's twenty one. He'll be he'll be twenty one, literally this month. Um. Well, next month. I want to look something November. up real quick before we wrap this up. I'm curious what the oldest child to breastfeed is. No, that's a strange thing to look up, but it all right. It is. Oldest child to breastfeed. Who is the oldest child? Why this mom is still breastfeeding her nine-year-old kid? That's strange. Why I breastfed my 16-year-old? That's even stranger. I breastfeed my son five times a day and won't stop until he's Dude, until he's right. eight. You need to get off Strangers that. call me gross, but I don't care. Nope, I'm not a stranger. <laughs> I'm a male of the podcast, and a lot of people listen to me, and I guarantee you all the listeners agree. Yeah, that's, weird. that's weird. That's weird. <laughs> About one and a half, two. That's shit weird, dog. Yeah, you stop. <laughs> that's like on Grown Ups. He's like, oh, your son's so cute. How old is he? 48 months. About 48 months. Chris Rock goes, that's four. Yeah. He goes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kevin James goes, yeah. yeah. Mommy's built, mommy's built. Just drink it out of the carton. Will mommy be mad? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. He goes, oh, it's just uh, 48 months. That's four. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, it was good to be back. Enjoy the episode. Got some, got some sports topics. That's four. <laughs> sports topic talked about breastfeeding. Talked about uh, this is a <laughs> wide variety of topics today. That's four. <laughs> oh, real fast. What I was saying though, like before we started talking about uh, the Space Jam, and then was like those like <laughs> all those dangerous childhood things. Like I said, I named off those people, like yeah. you know that I was friends with. Dude, I wouldn't trade that stuff for the world. Like I, I had such a great childhood because my the way my parents were, um, even though they weren't together, they were divorced. Uh, that was kind of rough, but. They were, my parents are great parents, wouldn't trade them for anything. And then my friends, dude, I had some of the best friends. 
Like I had such a strong friend group. Yeah. And Chase, Justin, Ian, like I said, Thomas, um, Mouse, Jesse Stevens, Colton Duvall, um, all those people, like all the people that I, I, I would hang out. There's, I'm sure there's a lot of people that I'm not mentioning here, but all those people, dude, they were such great friends. Uh-huh. You run everything, don't you? Chris Rock moves over. God, he's so cute. How old is he? Oh, he's uh, 48 months. That's four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, sweetheart. Could you use a fork, no, please? No. 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 Looks like she didn't get the memo. <laughs> We don't like to say no. No, no. All right. You can find me on Snapchat. That's four. You can find me on Snapchat, KyleRoom21. Um, follow me. Or I don't know how Snapchat works. Follow me. Send me a request. I don't know. Um, post the links to, to the podcast on my story. Um, also, KSO, every Saturday. Hayden did the last episode. It was fantastic. Thank you, Hayden. Um, AOC, last episode of the season came out two days ago. Go listen to that. We talk about the uh, the ever controversial Pizza Gate. So go check that out. Um, I film cinema. We're trying to get the chip video put out, and then Aaron, Hayden, Jacob, uh, Garrett, some other people. They're going to start trying to work on the gaming channel a little more. Um, I'm a little preoccupied at the time, but a little busy with uh, the baby. So yeah, that's me. Follow me. Uh, Aaron Cross 15 on Snapchat, iPhone Aaron on Instagram, uh, Not Your Normal Podcast, Academy of Conspiracy, and iPhone Cinemas on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, go to patreon.com slash NYNP. We've got two tiers. We've got a $5 and a $10 tier. Gets you exclusive content and stuff like that and discounts off merch that will be coming out very soon. Um, and I think that's it. You got anything else? <laughs> that's four. That's four. Uh, congrats to the Dodgers in the World Series. I've been eating these lactation cookies that my mom made for Brittany. I'm getting full of my boobs. I might need to go pump. That's strange. <laughs>